Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined here by the knowledgeable and... I don't. I was thinking of another adjective, but I'll think of one. And the very nice. <laughs> Ty, how you feeling? Not sure. Nice is the way to put it, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. There you go. Take the compliments where we can get them. Uh, so right. we got. Uh, we didn't really have anything to discuss from this past weekend. Ryan Bader was able to get a split decision in the Bellator card. There's not much uh, other than that to talk about in the Bellator situation. Benson Henderson got a. a there's a lot of questionable. Uh, Barzola, baby. Yeah, uh, there was just um, you know Habib was in the building, uh, Fedor was in the building, but the Russians were taking L's and. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, that's that. Uh, CFFC Mike shout Beltran. out to Dylan LaPalomeno getting another W in the amateur shout scene. Shout out to Dylan with the shit talking after the fight. Dude, I fucking love it. Yep. He's just uh, not, with all respectfully, he's just not on my level. He shouldn't be in here with me. <laughs> and then he gives he gives the, sh- the, the Kanye shrug. Yeah. And then, like, oh, the crowd's booing the shit out of him. And he's just like, uh, I said respectfully. Like, that. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. You know what's funny? Um, not to go deep, too deep down this rabbit hole. Um, I believe the the kid he fought is from Sicklerville, and yes, I believe I had a prior run in. It was a long time ago with his current girlfriend. Oh boy! So shout out to Dylan Lapalamento for getting that dub, bringing it home for Washington Township, putting us on the fucking map. There uh, you go. I really wish I really wish ground and pound to the to the head was was a thing, but I guess amateurs. Amateur rules, I guess, is what it, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it, he would have had him out of there if, uh, yeah, if it cooked. Because he was absolutely out grappling him, but he was kind of just like turtling and laying there and not just yeah. basically, I'm not going to get submitted in this. Yeah, which and, is awful. I mean, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that because Dylan's a fucking animal. He, he's a, mm. a sick wrestler and sick grappler because he's, he's doing whatever he wanted with him, but. Uh, great fight for him. There you go. We, we, we gave, you know, that's starting off the show with some CFFC talk. Uh, yeah. but I guess let's just move right into the preview because there, there's not much time to waste, not much to talk about. Uh, you know, we got the Adesanya card next week. We'll answer some questions at the end and, uh, we will, uh, we will go, we were going to start our new segment this week is our throwback fight of the week or throwback card of the week. We will go back and we will talk about a card that happened years ago, you know, five years ago, six years ago, and this year maybe, you know, four years ago. We're going to go back to Yair Rodriguez, Korean Zombie, uh, a fight card that happened in Denver, Colorado. We will go through it just real quick and just talk about, like, how different some of these guys' careers are, what we thought at the time, all the different stuff. So let's get into it. We got Strickland and Jack Hermanson this weekend. Uh Let's see the odds real quick. I had it up, but I am on a different page now. Um, oh boy, they have two thirty. Is it? Is that what it is? Plus two thirty. Minus two thirty. Minus two thirty. Okay. Yeah. And you know this website is turned into an absolute garbage fest because <laughs> now it doesn't even have like all of the fights on here. There's no Hermanson fight or anything like that. So fight got canceled, huh? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, they both came in at weight. I saw one eighty five and uh, one eighty five. So. What do you like? I mean, I like Strickland here. I think he is going to win. I saw a, a prop or a uh, boost on FanDuel that was like plus 230 for him to win by points. And I that, that kind of piqued my interest. But I could see him uh, getting the finish. 
I just, um, yeah. you know, I, I just, it's nothing really against Hermanson or like a disrespect to Hermanson. I just, that much, and let's, let's preface it again. Uh, we don't like Sean Strickland. All right. We, I, I personally just don't. I think he's, he just sketches me out, man. All right. I think Dude, he's an he, absolute psychopath. 100%. You cannot convince me that he's not going to, to murder somebody before his life ends. And it might be himself. What, there was just something I saw. Uh, it was another, uh, there's so many clips of him saying outlandish shit. I forget what it was. It was something about killing somebody. I think it was just very. Yeah, he's kind of, wrong with It him, comes out, the thing is uh, the killing thing comes up a little too often for a guy who you know supposed supposed you're just not supposed to talk about killing people all the time like that, especially when you're in front of a microphone talking to media all the time. So it, there's I mean, but he's a fighter. He's the, these guys are absolute psychopaths. So he's just on the far extreme of that psychopath, uh, you know, spectrum. Yeah. But give me give me Sean Strickland. Uh, minus two thirty. If you want to throw it in with another little situation or parlay or something like that, that's usually a nice move. Uh, uh, I'll be really mad if I'm wrong on this because I don't like him and I don't. I wouldn't like to lose money. I don't really see him getting submitted or anything like that. I just, uh, I just, I just find trouble finding a way for Hermanson to get this other than like a crazy lucky submission. Right. You know, Which and, I think could happen. Honestly, he's he's got a really good ground game. He's. Got a tight choke, great top pressure. Um, I mean, he's 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 done it before. You were there, right? Um, in Philly, when he when he made David Branch quit in twelve seconds or you yes. know, whatever, however yeah, yeah, forty nine seconds via guillotine. Uh, he he made quick work of Kelvin Gaston, which I knew was going to happen. Um, beat Jacare. I think he had Jacare. I think he almost had Jacare. Uh, he almost tapped Jacare with that guillotine. I believe he is a really really tough. He he tapped Gerald Mirshar with the guillotine. So like. Oh man, part of me wants to wants to think it could happen, but I just see a lot of Sean Strickland just weighing down on him and wearing him down, and then Jack Manson probably like wilting away middle rounds. Yeah, I could see a TKO. That's that's what I'm uh, a little concerned about, just because I feel like he could wear like the the shots could just add up. I I, I maybe right. I'm overestimating Sean Strickland's hands and everything, but the it's kind of based off the way like he handled Uriah Hall last time, and I know Uriah Hall's not you know exactly the the greatest fighter in the world, but. It's not that's not an easy night out when you're going to stand and throw with him and not get caught, you know. So yeah, I'm going to go Hermanson sub. Wow, wow, there you go. And, and of course, I will probably lose money now that he did that. And I'm going to take Sean Strickland via TKO. Let's uh, do it. And uh, I because I, I just I don't I think you could play points and TKO and probably still make your money. You know, if you're if you're just yeah. all about the uh, positivity. But I just. Uh, I don't know. I just think Strickland. Yeah, I just I don't. This is her. The situation just don't trust Hermanson to be able to get it down. Although I will be rooting for him because I, like I said, don't like Strickland, and I make this bet uh, with, with with sadness. I will say with sadness. Uh, so what's next? We got Puna Soriano and uh, Maximov. What are the odds on that? Of course, because it's not on here. We have the Puna Haley Soriano coming at one ninety. Nick Maximov coming in at plus one fifty five. Plus one fifty five. Okay, I think I'm going to take Maximov here. Okay. Uh, you, you, I don't like the way you, you just sounded right there. Is, is that not good? <laughs> well, so I don't know. I just don't know. I don't trust either yeah. one, so I'm just going to take the underdog guy. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. Um, the thing with Maximov is like you know he's seven and zero. He's just twenty four. I think he's really young. You know his best win is what Cody Brundage. Um, and and yeah. uh, you know I don't know anybody else. Oscar Coda and you know, Puna Haley was just in there with Brendan Allen, 
and he was, you know, kind of getting his ass kicked, but he was, he looked good. He, you know, knocked out Deuce Godstorovich, knocked out Piota, uh, beat Jamie Pickett back in the day. So he, like, he's been in there. Um, yeah, I think he was in PFL his first fight he fought there. So like, he's been around. I don't know. He was in the LFA. He's definitely been around. I think he's just going to wear on Nick. Ma- I don't think Nick Maximoff has good hands. I think he can wrestle and uh, whatnot. I think uh, if he stays standing, he's going to get he's going to fucked up. I think Puna Haley um, really going to put it on him standing up early. Um, so we'll see. Maximoff's going to have to take it down. You know, I'm sure him and, and the Diaz have a plan, but uh, I don't trust those Diaz boys over there. So give me Soriano. All right. Wow. We're, we're uh, someone. Some of us. One of us is going to make money, and one of us is not, dude. Or we'll probably somehow just, we. Somehow neither of us. Somehow will. neither of us will make money when uh, Shav- Shavkat Rachmanov. Uh, Ra- yeah, Rachmanov, dude. Yeah, he's Rachmanov. It's not, cock, dude. it's not cock Rachmanov. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, man? Uh, but yeah, that. All right, that Carl. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to bet Carlson Harris here. What are the odds? Oh man. Um. Let's see. Carlson that, Harris. That's just my is, first instinct. I, is coming I, in at plus one eighty five. Shavkat Rachmanov is minus two thirty. Wow. Okay. Maybe right, that changes the game a little bit here. Uh, I don't know, man. Carlson Harris has just found a way to get it done each week. Yeah. Week after week after, or like, you know, not he's not fighting every week, but you know what I mean. Like every time he's out there, he just whether the odds are up or down for him, it's like it just he figures out a way to get it, dude. Oh my gosh, dude, something's biting me. Oh. <laughs> the only UFC fighter from Guyana. So shout out to Carlson Harris for that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a really good. He's got good chokes. He put Christina. Not I'm sorry, Christian, not Christina Aguilera in the uh, Anaconda. He had um, Izagakmaev in the Darce choke, who's really good. You've never heard of him. That's a, that's a hard name to say. Saigid Izagakmaev. So he beat him. He beat. Beat the shit out of Impa, who uh, I'm not too high on Impa Kasagani at all. But um, he does have a couple losses. He lost to um, a, a fellow by the name of Jerron Hussein Al Salawi. That's that's hard. And Julio Cesar Andrade, man, these names are not getting easier. So he he has four, three, four losses. Like kind of you know back in the day, he beat Michelle Pereira back in the day. Also, funny enough. So I I like him a lot, honestly. I think he could spoil the Shavkat coming out party. The problem is, I think the Nomad is just different, absolutely different. He's he's very scary. He's so good, you know. Putting Prezeris in the naked choke like it was nothing. Alex Oliveira put him in a guillotine easy. And he's so good standing up too. It's like you never know what he's going to do. Um, so I'm going to go with the Uzbeki Grim Reaper here. All right, and I changed my mind. Uh, I, that's what I'm betting, and I think it's probably by decision you would imagine, right? I think Carlson Harris might be tough to finish, or you think he could get him out of there? I think he can get. I think he's gonna get him out. I just don't know how. Um, oh, okay. at all. I think he might take hurt that double chance. Sub. Yeah, that double chance is my my favorite bet. If you, uh, I don't know if it's on these other websites, but I tell you, I am right now a FanDuel user until someone gives me a reason to do otherwise but the double chances are always a nice like uh what do we got here for your we got minus 140 so i mean that's a lot i mean there you go that, that, that tells you everything you need to know basically. Uh, yeah no that's uh yeah yeah inside the distance basically is what that is interesting yeah. inside the distance here is minus 110 on bavada i don't know i do like some I do like some uh, some picks here, maybe like a Puna Shafkat parlay. 
Honestly, there you go. I think that could happen. There's a lot of uh, it seems like a lot of minus. Uh, yeah, 240, 190, and 225. Yeah. That's you know? recipe for a, a two legger, a two leg parlay all day. Because if you can, you know, put Trayshawn Gore. If you're if you're confident Trayshawn Gore beating Brian Battle or um, whoever, I think Dawadu is going to be minus 200 ish money against Trezano. Uh, if you pair him with like Alexis Davis, you can get almost even money, which is you know insane. So uh, any kind of combination, pretty much on this card, if you feel good on it, you know, shoot, you probably get plus money. Plus money. Oh my god, my bad. Uh, I literally was just zoning out looking at these other <laughs> odds right now. Uh, so the next fight on the card is our boy Smiling Sam Alvey, who is plus three ten this weekend against Brendan Allen. Uh, this is a kind of stay away situation. I mean, I mean, I would if you, you're throwing Brendan Allen and whatever you can get him. So uh, probably not. I'm not. I was Re- going to really. But I'm not sure. Yeah, he he scares me a lot, and also it's the fight's at 205, which also scares me a little bit. Um, you know, six <laughs> six losses in a row for Sam Alvey is uh, three of them were split decisions. Funny enough, so makes me think that you know while he's cooked. I don't, I, you know, he might still have a little bit left in that. That third round, man, <clears throat> third round Sam uh, is is one to behold. I, I do think Brendan Allen should run through him, take him down, sit on him, lay on him, do whatever. Uh, I'm a little hesitant at that, at that line, though. I don't know why. I feel like it's a little too much. I, I could be wrong, but. I think he gets it done, man. My, I think yeah. the minus 110 for the the submission or TKO is a nice bet, too. But I, I, I could see Sam Alvey just outlasting and just not, you know, like I. But I understand though why you're like hesitant because Brandon, Brandon Allen could just like try to knock him out, shoot his load, and then all of a sudden he's just standing there and Sam Malvey's like picking him apart, and you're like, Bro, yeah. are you fu-? like, is this really fucking hand. happening, dude? Yeah, like he cracks him one time, and it's, all of a sudden you're just like, really, dude? Well, I'm gonna have to watch Smiling Sam again. But, oh, man, please no. <laughs> yeah, we are big haters of him the same way we are Strickland on this uh, podcast. And we and honestly, Sam Alvey is a good guy. He's a, a nice nice enough guy. And Roxy. I don't really hate Roxy, though. You, you actually dislike Roxy. So, yeah. um, and, you know, and there's a lot of guys I don't like. So and we, the Cookie Monster. Yeah, and, and, and the Cookie Monster. But... <laughs> Uh, but for no reason though. That, that she she's different because she hasn't really done anything wrong. She just kind of just she has not done anything wrong at all. This is the sad part. But if I see her on the street, she's fucked. There you so, go. Just a, she probably just absolutely thrash you, dude. Yeah, she just picked me she's up, a, threw me through a building. She's or powerful. I can't wait to see her fight, Rose. But that's we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll Bri- get there. Brian Battle, Trayshawn Gore. This is kind of a uh, ultimate fighter uh, supposed to be. Um, championship, uh, but Trayshawn Gore had to pull out with a hand injury, I believe. Brian Battle went on to beat a guy uh, who got knocked out the fight before Gilbert Urbina in, in the uh, in that situation. So he's fin- he finished uh, what once? Yeah, to his last two fights in that uh, with a ninja choke against Andre Petrovsky, which was uh, quite impressive at the time. Uh, the Kerman fight in that on there, he uh, it was just you know it's only like a two round fight, I believe. So. Um, yeah. Trayshawn Gore, though, this is kind of a uh, like a to- like it is a toss up when you have guys that are this young in the game and you really don't you don't have enough to you know go off of. But I, I just I think Trayshawn Gore like I I've continually underestimated Brian Battle the whole time I watched the show and every time I've seen him fight and he just continues to like prove me wrong. But I'm going Trayshawn Gore. Okay. And I'm, yeah, I'm gonna with si- with sixty five percent to seventy percent confidence. 
So right. uh, uh, that, that's it. There you go. But take that for what it's worth. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, so I'm going to go Gore as well. I think he he should have been the guy in there originally, and he should have been the one who won and you know got the got the praise and whatnot. But he was hurt, so I think now is his time. Yep. And I would, not, but I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if Brian Battle just proved me wrong again because he's continually done that over and over again. Uh, Steven Peterson, he missed weight, right? So that's, that's something that you have to keep in mind when you're. Uh, when you're handicapping these fights, because sometimes on here we, when we do the Thursdays, we we give our picks, and then a guy comes in like five pounds overweight, and you're like, oh shit, like that's yeah. you know that fucking changes the uh, ordeal here a little bit. Steven Peterson's plus two sixty five though, so I you know that that doesn't really I guess change that much, but I mean, what what are you going with here? I, I this is a kind of I would like to stay away from, but I'm obviously gonna bet it. But if you're if you're in, in your parlays, don't tr- I don't I don't trust the three thirties, Julian Arosa. Man, yeah, absolutely not. No, not I will not once in my life. I'll never say, damn, I should have not. Why did I bet Julian Arosa at minus three hundred? No, it's just not happening. I'm not I'm not touching it. I'm gonna act like this fight's not happening uh, when I go to bet. Um, wow, there you go. I think Steven Peterson might be able to knock him out if he gets like in the third or second round. I mean. You know, I don't think I don't think Julian Rose is good at all. I, I don't think Steven Peterson's good at all. The problem is, you know, when you come with that price tag, you better you better be uh, throwing fucking bombs, and you better be uh, not twenty six and nine with the um, history that Julian Rosa has. Uh, again, I, I never liked Steven Peterson, but you know that Sung Woo Choi knockout was was rough. Can't get that out of my head. It was very recent. So, uh, give me Steven Peterson with the upset. Uh, no, I'm a, my official pick's going to be Julian Arosa. It's going to be a decision. Um, but bet wise, I'm, I'm maybe the fight doesn't go the distance, you know? I, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Is betting, you just, you know, you got to just go with what, taking a chance, what can make you some money. That's, I mean, you can, other people out here will try and, uh, you know, figure this out and do it the right way and have units lined up. And st- I'll tell you what, guys, I am not that type of gambler. I am an absolutely reckless. Uh, so I tell you all the time, listen to what I say and do the opposite if you think I'm an idiot. Because uh, either way, this is good information for all of you because I am just fucking winging it by the seat of my pants. Although, uh, wait, honestly, in the fight night, once you get past the main, uh, the main card, you are kind of winging it for the most part because right? a lot of these guys you haven't seen or are fucking just befuddled by uh this fight though is kind of it's a, one of the only ones other than that Trayshawn gore fight that's inside like minus 100 uh situation uh, minus 196 i mean so it's trending towards that other way against miles johns against john castaneda yes oh what do you what do you got here uh i got i got castaneda i think johns has been i've been waiting for him to lose i've been waiting for him to uh, I don't think he's a bum or a fraud or anything. I think he's pretty good, but uh, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not too high on him. And in the second round against Natividad, he didn't look great. But funny enough, he ended up finishing him in, in the third. Uh, same with Anderson Dos Santos. He finishes him in the third. He has moments every fight. And then going back to the Bautista fight when he got knocked out in the second with that flying knee, uh, he gets hurt almost every fight. Even when he beat uh, Yanez back in LFA, I thought he lost, actually. Uh, he get the split win. He got hurt that fight. He, he's, he gets hurt almost every fight, it seems. Cole Smith, when he made his debut, who's not even in the UFC anymore. Um, I guess he's a safer pick over Castaneda, but I kind of like Castaneda. Sexy Mexi, great nickname. Um, 
beat the shit out of Eddie Wyland, which, you know, isn't hard to do. I liked his, uh, he, he tapped out Marcelo Rojo and Combate. So I, I kind of like him. The fight against Nathan, Nathaniel, sorry, Wood was not that, you know, he was kind of close. So let me, let me take him for the, uh, for the upset. One of these days, I think, uh, I'll be able to win a bet against Miles Johns. Yeah, uh, I my official decision would be to stay away from this, but uh, I mean, but like uh, that's just me, you know, being a puss. I will obviously make it to make a pick here. Uh yeah, like you said, I just don't. This is a. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Miles Johns, but not like probably by points. Yeah, probably just a, a, a wrestle situation where yeah he just is able to get the upper hand and get it done. So give me Miles Johns. Um, Mike Trezano, who continually just gets to stay around, basically, and just, you know, excuse me, but uh, his last win was against Ludwig Klein, was who was an Ultimate Fighter guy. Uh, who is he fighting? Mike Trezano is fighting a... Uh, Dawadu. Dawadu, so I'm Nakim. Yeah, I love him. I love me, Nakim, and uh, this is a good fight, though, dude. This is a really good fight. Uh, Trezano didn't really, if I remember correctly, deserve to win that uh, that decision. Not this, not this decision. Or I think he might have gotten screwed in one of these decisions. I ha- I would have to look it up. But um, that I like I like Trezano plus one thirty eight. I I I've changed my mind that quickly. I just I just like the way he. Uh, I think it was a Luis Pena. Yeah, that that's the yeah. split decision. I don't really think he. Was owed that or Ludwig? It might have been the Ludwig Klein. Ah, that's what it was. Ludwig Klein was not on the Ultimate Fighter. I'm thinking of another guy. Ludwig Klein's actually pretty good. He he like yeah. he like kind of gassed out in that fight. Like he he had a really really good first round, and then Trezano. I don't just didn't really thought he like did enough because I bet him. I'm always like, oh no, like you know we we lost. We definitely lost. And then like they they read the decision unanimous for Trezano. I was like, God damn, that's crazy. But um, Mean Hakeem, though, is no joke. He he continues to just... I mean, he lost against Evolev, but Evolev is, uh, you know, that's that's no slouch. Uh, he he bought, beat Habib's boy, you know, like he's and he's been in the UFC for a long time now. I mean, when was his, when was his first UFC fight? To You know, the early 2018 against Danny Henry? So, yeah. you know, uh, that's... That is, I mean, Trezano's in a similar situation, too. I mean, he, was, he won the Ultimate Fighter. That's how he got into the UFC. and That was right around 2018. So these guys are... In similar trajectories, Dawadu's got a couple more fights. Give me, give me Trezano at plus money. I, that, that's a, this is just a uh, razor thin take the plus money situation for me. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I think it's kind of a big line for him as well. I'm confident in him. I think the Evloev fight was a bad matchup, more of a wrestler, and you know he kind of did what he wanted to do here against Trezano. I think he matches up uh, pretty well. The problem is he gives off he gives off a round or two each fight. Uh, Bakniak stole the third. Tukagov stole the first, and I think Arce stole the first against him. He won all three by split. The Bokniak fight, I remember I had him in a bunch of parlays, and I uh, was very nervous. Uh, the Danny Henry fight, I think he could have won that. It was a quick guillotine. He made a mistake. Is what it is. Uh, I like him against Trajan. I think it's going to be a close fight. I think it's going to be a split decision again. I think he's going to win two rounds with his boxing, and then he might you know, just take one round off, usually early on in the fight. Um, so give me uh, me Nakeem. So Chitty Bang Bang's fighting this weekend. I'm not yes, even going to attempt to say that gentleman's name. Uh, Andrew Connie. Andrew Connie. I like that. Chidi Andrew Connie and uh, Mark Andre Barriot. If that's how you say that, uh, who he he's a guy who just continues to win. Like ever since he was on that three uh, three fight loss streak, it just 
you know, I mean, he hasn't exactly fought a high level of uh, competition, but he is a guy. I guess, yeah. I guess I say that because I just remember losing money on him because I was always just like, nah, this guy stinks too. Like, you know, and he just continues to prove me wrong. I mean, Cheedy doesn't exactly have the greatest, but I mean, he has fought guys like John, John Salter, um, you know, Korshkov. I mean, he's been Melvin Gallard, who, you know, he's one of his uh, 14 in a row losses that I, I like to uh, <laughs> mention from time to time. So Cheedy's had a pretty good, uh, you know, competition level as well uh he's been around man so what are we looking at odds wise here what's uh what's the number we got uh oh that's right down the right down the middle minus 105 and minus 115 for barrio it looks like another situation where i'm gonna lose some money betting against barrio so give me andrew connie and give me the money oh. line. yeah um Whew, that's tough barrio's thrown a lot of a lot of punches in his last three fights i think like um like almost a hundred and something in each fight, significant strikes. So it's gonna be interesting. I think Andrukani hits harder and it's quicker. I don't know if he has a ground game. I would assume not. Um, he got choked out by Salter. He got grounded, pounded by Kurishkov. Um, he's got choked out a, bunch, a couple times. So, but I mean, he has been in there with a lot of guys. You know, back in the day, he beat Max Griffin in 2015. He beat. He knocked out Andre Fialo, who we just saw fight. Um, in Bellator, he beat Melvin Gillard. He, he fought against Andre Koroshkov. He was supposed to fight Manhoof. He fought Carvalho. Like, he's been in there with some guys. So, you know, and Barrios, uh, like you said, he's he had the three-fight losing streak. Now he's one, or had two in a row now. Very up and down since he got here, but it seems like he's getting better, oddly enough. Maybe he doesn't look all that uh, sexy when he fights, but he's definitely getting better. I'm going to go Andrew Kani. I think um, Barrio gets hit too easily. And, you know, it takes shots from guys like Andrew Sanchez and other guys that, you know, maybe pitter-patter. I think uh, I think Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is going to put him out, make a nice little UFC debut and and uh, get 50K. There you go. Look at that. There, there's, there's your bold prediction. Tonight. That's our, we already have a 50K. Bro. We don't know what, how he's going to get this 50K. He may rob somebody. Oh, we do. Right hand. Wow. The there you go. Knockout of the night. Performance of the night. Let's go. Uh, it is notable that uh, Chitty has one submission victory in his career and yeah. 12 knockouts. So that that is definitely the route to victory here. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a bad bet there to mess around and throw a little TKO bet on uh, our boy Chitty. And um, I want to get the number here for everybody. Either fighter to win by TKO is plus 180. So. Uh, they have for, like all these first round bets, and these, I, I, all these people are animals betting under three minute knockouts and stuff like that. I mean, I don't understand yeah. why this website even has that much. But uh, give me a give me Andrew Connie. Uh, he's plus one hundred on Fanduel. Even money on Bovada. There you go. And the the, the knockout is on Fanduel plus three forty. So. It took me long enough to get that, and I got it. Uh, <laughs> give me the plus three forty too. I'll, I'll play around with that, he, and give me the money line. So fuck it, save my money, baby. Uh, what do we got next? Alexis Davis, your girl. Alexis Davis against uh, Julia Stolyarenko. Yep, Alexis Davis coming at minus two fifty. Uh, Julia Stolyarenko plus two hundred. So the way I see this going down, Stolyarenko is just going to go for the arm. All she's going to do is try to get an arm bar. It's all she ever tries to do. Sadly, in her last fight, I said, you know what? I think she's going to lose. I don't think she's good. And obviously, I know what I'm talking about. And um, I took the money on one Julia 
Avila, who got fucking choked out in the third round somehow. So that was a pathetic performance. Um, yeah, I, I just haven't seen her do much. Like, you know, before she came to the UFC, she was an Invicta for like one fight and almost lost. She was on the Ultimate Fighter a while ago, actually. Uh, she lost to Panny Kinzad, Leah Letson. Remember Leah Letson, the you know the the world beater, Leah Letson. Yeah, the one that came out of retirement or something like that, like after like <laughs> after five twelve years, years. <laughs> and, got, and just got fucking eviscerated, dude. That was that was so unnecessary. I'll never forget that man. I was just like, I this is not. fucking un. Yeah, UFC not. acts like they're so high and mighty with their matchmaking, and they they send these people to the wolves sometimes. <laughs> So, you know, Stoli Ranko fought in Letway once either, also, which is very scary. So, yeah, she hasn't, you know, she hasn't fought anybody. She hasn't beat anybody, I should say. The alligator, Alexis Davis, is uh, not young. You know, her best days are definitely behind her. She's won one fight in her last, I think, five. Um, the Kianzad fight was close, honestly. I had Pan- Panny Kianzad that night, I remember. And in the third round, Alexis Davis was whooping her ass and, uh, Started the second she was too, and she lost decisions. It's all decisions with with um, Alexis Davis. You know she beat Sabina Mazo pretty handily. Arauo, Vivi beat her in three rounds. Jennifer Maya, Chuk. Like nobody's really finishing her. Sarah McMahon a while ago did, but uh, you know Ronda Rousey obviously with that what 10, 15 second knockout, um, which is so long ago. So I, I just don't think Stoliarenko has really much to offer besides you know a prayer of an armbar. And Alexis Davis is a black belt. She's not gonna. She's not going to fall for that. Minus 105 for the uh, points for Davis, if that's the wow. route you wanted to go. Uh, I do. Not, I might, minus, I'm not going to bet it, though. Yeah, minus 250. You'll just be pissed if she goes Don't try to, to fucking reel me into a woman's MMA bet. Hey, that's man, so gross. It, like yo, sometimes you, you fucking – your picks of the year last year, but like but two of them hit when they were both <laughs> women's fights. Where we, did, we just hammered uh, – A Rene Aldana, baby, against and, Ketlin Vieira. And we uh, faded um, – What's her name? Gina Mazzani on the uh, yep. Chandler Oliveira Always. card. Always. Always. Big so time. this one. Big time. This one. I do think Alexis Davis gets. I mean, you said minus 105 to win on points. Uh, well, let's look at her last fight. Went the distance. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Last seven fights went the distance. And you know, if we're going to go back any further, we're in 2016. Um, you know, so she's definitely not the same fighter she was when she was getting armbarred or getting armbars or whatever the fuck. Uh, I think she's just gonna do her thing. It's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be pretty. No, it's not gonna be a fun fight to watch. You might, you might have to set a timer for 15 minutes as soon as it starts, so you know to come back and see if your bet won or not. Uh, Other than that, uh, I don't know. Give me Davis, obviously 30-27. So uh, right now we're gonna go into a fight where we don't really have much information here on this gentleman, Uh, Jeltan Almeida. Okay, Malandino. yeah, I was just going to say his nickname. I like his nickname. Malandino. Uh, so he is 30 years old. He's making his UFC debut, 14-2. and two. Uh, Got in off the contender series off of a uh, rear naked choke to Nasruddin. Nasruddinov? I mean, these guys yeah, have this. Nasr- what? <laughs> Come on, man. Help me out, man. Help me out. Khabib so, Khabibinov. Khabibinov. Khabib Habarabhamimov. I mean, it's like it's you have to repeat yourself like three times. But uh, he's fighting Danilo Marquez. Who is eleven and three? Who has taken, uh, which was one of the more disgusting uh, losses I think I've had on this podcast history when <laughs> Kennedy and Juku was able to uh, knock him out in the third round, just put him to sleep after he had uh, kind of grappled him for a little bit. But uh, 
He has he has a W over uh, slow Mike Rodriguez. If that uh, you know, I don't know how much that that value that holds to you, but give me um, give me the newcomer. I kind of like betting these guys. Jalapan yeah, made that. A lot of people said he had one of the best uh, contender series performances, and I think a lot of people said coming out of his fight, he's one of the only fighters uh, that people have seen fight in the contender series and thought to themselves like, yeah, this is a, this is a future champion. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, Danil Marquez, he likes takedowns. I just think this might be the wrong guy to do that with. You know, I think you might have to, I don't know what he's going to do here. I think he's going to get, I think he's going to get beat. I think he's going to get, um, he's going to get choked out. Wow. So that, that would be, that would be quite the, uh, like turn. I don't think he's ever been submitted in, in his career. Uh, yeah, actually. you better get used to it. Yeah, that would uh, that would not be good, but um, that's a big number. It's a big number for. I mean, they obviously somebody knows something that we don't. So I think yeah. you could be right that, that he might just come in here and work him over, or you know, the hype might be real, the hype might not be real. Uh, I mean, the the thing I've seen the finish on the contender series, but I don't think I remember watching the whole fight. Um, and you know, that any Russian that has the same name as you know twice. That, that that's a guy who scares the shit out of me. So, I respect yeah. it. Give me give me him. I'm, I'm I'm firing it away, all day long, baby. Uh, let's move it on. We have two more fights left. This is uh, my sharp pick of the night. This here is, we go. This is a big one. Uh, we got Jason Witt. We're going with Jason Witt, and uh, probably by points. But I'm not I'm not going to advise you to sit there and bet that. But it seems like he has had all uh, point decision victories. Uh, I think it's seven seven victories in the UFC or something like that, and they've all been decisions. And uh, Philly, Phil, you know, for the Fresh Prince, uh, I, I just I don't trust him. I mean, the man's from Brooklyn. He, he's claiming that he's Philly Fresh and all this. Uh, I just you know, <laughs> what's up with all that? You know, what, what, what's going on there? And. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's as far as it goes. I mean, I, mean I, I I just don't trust him. A win against Leon Shabazian doesn't really do much for me. Uh, you know, lo- loses a, a decision to Gabe Green, uh, beats Orion Koski, which you know, another good fighter. He just kind of, uh, if I remember correctly, gassed himself out completely, and then just yeah. stood there and got beat up. Uh, yeah, I just don't trust him. And Jason Witt has been in there. Uh, you know double the amount of times that he has has as many wins as he has fights. I think Philly Philly Rowe only has uh, you know, eleven eleven total professional fights. Yeah. Wits got winning wins against Barbarina, you know, I mean he got absolutely cleaned out by Semblesberger, B. Cole Williams, you know, Takashi so- Sato Sato? Sato. 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 <laughs> uh but yeah, you know, I just try, trust the I'm gonna trust a veteran here. Uh, and Give me Jason Witt, and he's plus money right now. He was plus uh, one one hundred five when I just last checked it. So there you go. Get in there while you can. Um, he was plus one forty to start the week. I was told. So so I have a new guy on the inside. Yeah, Witt has lost almost as more than Rowe has won. Funny enough. Yeah. Uh, That's the insane. problem is it's because Jason Witt has been fighting for a while. His third professional fight, he fought Chance Rencounter, Rencontre, Rencounter, Rencounter. Remember him? Yep. The uh, Black Eagle. What's he up to these days? Oh, he's an FAC, and he's winning every fight. There you go. Let's go, dude. There That's go. what I would do. Just clean up the money and knock people out. He, yeah. And he got knocked out by him very early. So he has a bunch of losses. He he, fought, he beat Isaac Valley Flag way back in the day. I think he actually got lost, but it was a illegal knee. He fought – who else? 
Early in the day, man, he fought a lot of guys. And then when he came to the UFC, uh, he was also in FAC. Funny, funny how some of these guys bounce around on the on like the regional scene and you know, run into each other and then come back to the UFC. It's kind of crazy. Um, so he's been cleaned out in the first round early multiple times. Matthew Semmelsberger absolutely detonated a bomb on him in 16 seconds. Um, whoever Justin Patterson knocked him out in 13 seconds. Uh, it was in the third round, actually. Chance Rick Counter was early. He's been knocked out a bunch, and he's been finished a bunch. Uh, so that, that kind of worries me. He's getting older. He almost lost to Brian Barberino, who pretty much has nothing left. Uh, I don't think Philip Rowe's great. He's definitely you know long and awkward, but he's got a ten and a half inch reach advantage, and he's got a good he's got good hands. I mean, you know he he finished Orion Koski. He he was kind of giving him the work with his, with the hands the whole time. Uh, I know Koski Koch Koshe is not that good uh, at all. So I don't take too much stock in that win. I just think you know I just think Rowe that that. That advantage he has, man. Hopefully, he knows how to use it. Um, Jason Witt's probably going to take him down. I think maybe easily. Yeah. I don't really know much about Rose's ground game, but uh, if Witt was smart, he would take him down and just that's all he should do. But the fight starts standing up, and you know Jason Witt's been detonated early in the fight, many you know multiple times, especially early in the round, not necessarily very early in the first first round, but multiple times at the beginning of rounds, he is not. He just stands there and gets fucking melted. So, you know, and Roe has a good he's ten and a half inch reach, man. That's fucking long. He's got really, really long arms and good good straight right, good jab. Uh give me Philip Rowe uh early knockout in one of these rounds. I'm not sure which one. Wow. There you go. Uh, it looks like the, uh, the 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 shoulder strikes boys are are separated on a lot of these fights tonight, guys. Or, or <laughs> so uh you know, watch out, act accordingly, and uh, you know, good luck. You gotta fade one of us. Fade one of us. Fade me, more than likely. But fade, fade, fade me. Please, fade me. Fade us all, please. Fade, fade everyone, dude. Yeah, somehow just bet whatever <laughs> we haven't said yet, and you will win money. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so we got the uh, first fight of the night, which is, uh, you know, you, you might want to roll in a little late here. Uh, but, you know, I, I won't. I won't for the sake of this podcast, and I love you all. Uh, Malcolm X. Gordon versus Dennis Bod- uh, Bondar. 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 Okay, I'm going to say Bodner. Derek Bodner, shout out to Derek Bodner. Bodner, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, hello, hello. We hear you. Hello, hear dude. You. Oh my God. I feel like I was going through a wind tunnel right there. Oh boy. Uh, so last fight at night, uh, you know, or first fight at night for us. So we're gonna have to get this betting uh, off straight. And uh, what do you got here? I got Psycho Bondar. Um, I I haven't watched him much. You know, he's fought overseas a lot, but. Looks good. I've heard some good things about him on. I've seen some good things about him on the timeline. A lot of people think he's pretty legit. Malcolm Gordon just isn't. He ain't it. Know, it's just yeah, he ain't it. He's you know he beat little Figgy, but that was just an easy you know here here's a bone after two straight first round uh, L's. You know the the, the loss of Sumajiri mm, made me think he probably might not be uh, UFC caliber. You know he hasn't he has no good wins. His best wins Michael Jordan. And to be honest, you know, Michael Jordan retired from the game a while ago. So, uh, <laughs> Michael you know. Madman Jordan, who has a three and two record, he has not <laughs> been in the cage since that loss to Malcolm Gordon. So, so it must have changed him. Yeah, um, I mean, he got knocked out in seventeen seconds. So, I, I imagine <laughs> that that is tough to uh, mentally come back from. But Gordon has, you know, he has some bad losses, man. He he has, I think, three. Three knockout losses to guys I've never heard of: Dimitri Wardenberg, Austin Ryan, Randy Turner. Three uh, plumbers. 
So, oh you know, I'm just going to – I'm going to go Bondar inside the distance. Uh, I think it's going to finish him too. Kick him out of the UFC. Oh, it's so unnecessary, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> those guys are no longer probably in the – hey, they might be though. They definitely could be in the fight game, yeah. Give me uh, Bondar and – I like the finish, you know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is not a situation where I would ever bet points. Uh, if we're looking for a TKO or submission situation, which I've told you on this podcast is my favorite, minus 105. So, it's not. There's not a lot of uh, easy bets on this card. Uh, we can say that, but that wraps it up for the uh, UFC Fight Night. Uh, well, I don't know what number this is. What do we got here? 48. 47, it says. 47. 47, Mar- uh, February 5th. Next week, we have the, uh, just to look ahead a little quickly, Adesanya and Whitaker are fighting in Houston. We're still going back yep. to Houston again. Uh, you excited about that? Um, fairly. You think, it's gonna, you think it's going to go the same um, way? Yeah, and also just the main card in general. I'm not like you know over the moon about. I am excited for the Ro- uh, Kyler Phillips Marcelo Rojo fight. Um, Kennedy or Brunson should be fun. The co-main should definitely be fun. Yeah, uh, I just hope it's not fucking boring. We need some. Uh, we need some fireworks. Bobby Green and uh, Nasrat Hakparash should be a good fight too. Yeah, uh, Vandera. Uh, we yep. got Casey O'Neill. I can't wait for my baby, my baby girl Casey O'Neill to get this win over fucking. Not gonna say her name. Not gonna say it. Roxanne. The the happy warrior Monafari is fighting in her retirement fight that weekend, and <laughs> hopefully God. she doesn't get uh, put to bed and uh, executed. No, she does on national I'm television. I'm more excited for like to watch some of these guys on the undercard. Like I, I want to see how more Sergey Morozov looks against uh, Douglas De Silva de Andrada. Jeremy Wells, Jeremiah Wells from Philly is starting the card off. Um, excited to see how he does. I think he's fighting one of those Eugene Behrman fellows. So let's, you know, Carlos Olberg, another Eugene uh, Behrman fellow who absolutely gassed out against our boy Kennedy. We need, and then here's our other boy Fabio Charant. Yes, he's still in the UFC. He needs to get this win against Olberg. Jacob Malkoon. We need him to lose to AJ Dobson very badly. We we need a clean sweep. We need the Brits to all Brits. We need the Aussies to all take L except for Ty Toibasa. Do we like uh, Arlovsky against the Vanderra? Oh man! I don't know why. Like that's the fight that I thirty-two and twenty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's insane. I think like he um, got hosed the last time he was out there, though. Yeah, because he shouldn't be out there. Well, well, no, no, he won, right? Carlos Felipe. That was a close fight. Okay, Carlos Felipe thought he got hosed, and he got absolutely. Yeah. Whoop- he got he got whooped up on by Tom Aspinall. I remember that, but he did beat Tanner Broser. He's just good for like random wins that way. And I, our boy Vander, uh, we don't uh, we don't really trust him. Uh, I'm I really ow, smash my head on the wall. I'm really excited for this Alexander Hernandez Hanato Moicano fight though. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, I dude, this, so that. that's a. It's, I hope that most of that card stays together. Uh, what, what we lost a fight on this weekend's card, right? Uh, I'm almost positive some somebody uh, had to pull out or some situation along those lines where uh, never pull out. You're I never uh, hashtag out. never. You're, pull you're out, never supposed but, to. Um, was it Wells and Means? No, I, maybe I'm not, I, maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. Halls uh, was supposed to fight Sam Alvey. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Um, yeah, Other Tim Means and Jeremiah right. Wells pulled out, so maybe that's the one I was thinking of. They just moved it back. Means withdrew. So yeah, uh, that's that for the uh, this this card this weekend. Um, 
Do you want to move into our uh, our new segment, Going Back in Time, dude? Back in time. Back in time. 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 I'm going to have to make a uh, intro for that. Back in time. Time. Something. Some kind of something. Music or song or Time. All right. So we're going to, like we said, Yair Rodriguez and the Korean zombie card that happened in 2018. We are going to go over. It was kind of like a uh, throw because the reason we were talking about this was we were talking about the uh, tale of the tape music. And we remember that was the night they used all the crazy graphics and they threw back the ring and the octagon and all that. And it was, uh, you know, I don't know. It was like a vintage night, right? If I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the um, music, the 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 every everything like the Bruce Buffer was wearing like some old coat and shit like you know it was just <laughs> we were doing it all. So eleven thousand yeah, people graphics. were there that night, November tenth, twenty eighteen, from the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. We you know we'll, we'll go through the main event, uh, Yair Rodriguez and uh, Korean Zombie, which is you know to this day one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen. The fight itself. Korean Zombie was dominating, right? If I remember correctly, yeah, he was, was winning the whole fight. Yep, and he just couldn't help himself. He went in one one last time to try and put this thing to bed, and he got caught with some crazy, uh, like uppercut elbow upwards. You know, just spinning back uppercut elbow. Yeah, some like, nut what? shit, and he you know knocks Korean Zombie out with one second left in the fight. And he gets the win, and that that still to this day will always be uh, like if you want to tell people about the UFC, you just show them that thing, and you're like, yeah, yeah. this shit kind of happens sometimes, not all the time, but <laughs> this shit can happen. You know, dudes can jump off the cage and kick people in the face. Like, it, yeah. it, it can happen. It can happen, dude. But definitely uh, one of the craziest moments in the sport for me. I think shock value, all in all, everything considered, I think is one of the top five moments for me where I just legitimately jumped off the couch and was just like what the fuck like yeah i had never been so confused in my life that was one of the moments at least in recent memory uh that i can remember where you know i was just in complete fucking awe because he was losing the whole fight and there's one one second left you know he didn't get saved by the bell not that it would matter but yeah i mean you know the whole card was good i was losing a bunch of money which is good and then we get that. I can't believe it's been three years since then. It's just it's crazy how time flies. And, you know, the just I remember, I think, was it Paul Felder and uh, Brandon Fitzgerald? I think they were, it was just them two. And they were just losing their fucking minds when this happened. I, I So was I. So, yeah, what a crazy, crazy fight. And now TKZ is getting a title shot. TKC is getting a title shot, and Yair Rodriguez just lost to uh, Max Max Holloway, and it's just crazy how when like that night, 2018, you were like, damn, like you know, Zombie's gonna be on, or what's it called, like Yair's like who after because right before that he had gotten knocked out by Frankie Edgar, and it was pretty like pretty uh, brutal, like yep. well not like knocked out, but I think it was a doctor stoppage where he was just getting beat up pretty bad. Right at the end and, of the second. Yeah, and you kind of thought like maybe maybe he might not be built for this because the thought was at the time Frankie was trending in the opposite direction, and this was like kind of like a uh, passing of the torch sort of situation. Yeah. And then you know yeah he knocks out zo- Korean Zombie, and then uh, he has the whole ordeal with Stevens where he you know the first fight is a main event, and he pokes he gets poked in the eye or he pokes him in the eye. And, yep, 15 seconds. Yep, and then the, the people are throwing trash into into the uh, <laughs> octagon in Mexico City, uh, and then he gets the rematch against them, and he wins the unanimous decision. And then he doesn't fight for over over two years. You know, yeah. so it's just you, you never know, man. And think about him and Zabit were supposed to fight how many times, and Zabit still hasn't fought. 
I know. I think he's coming back soon, though. I've heard rumors of him coming back soon, so I am rooting for that. But, yeah, he did. I haven't talked to him on the phone recently, but – um, so, and the, the co-main, which was, you know, it's pretty crazy to see the way these guys, uh, situations have gone since, um, Donald Cerrone defeated, uh, M- Platinum Mike Perry via, uh, arm bar, which was pretty sick. Uh, it was a battle between Jackson Wink guys where Cowboy had gotten kicked out and for God knows whatever reason, uh, Mike Perry was co- training down at Jackson Wink. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, just uh, just another situation where Mike Perry showed he kind of doesn't have uh, any fight IQ. And he got, you know, he, he got caught in an arm bar where he should have just been standing up and getting away from him, if I remember correctly. So, uh, If he would have lost the Paul Felder fight like he should have, he probably wouldn't have got this cowboy fight. Yeah. So, hey, good for you. Good for you. And then, you know, he was able to, you know, Paul, you know, uh, parlay this all into a uh, BKFC contract and Knuckle Mania obviously is coming up soon, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, Cowboy's yep. still getting it done. He's still in the UFC and he'll be fighting um, Lozon. Lozon soon. Uh, I believe that's in March or some someday like that. But um, battle of the old bastards. You know he's one, two, three, four, five losses in a row. Uh, you know the the one was Nico Price, which was uh, you know a no contest, I believe. Test a positive for something. Test a positive for marijuana, I guess, uh, which I don't know. It was a majority draw, which I guess they could have just. a bad drug. Yeah, and Cowboy should not have lost that fight to Nico Price, and I guess Nico Price probably would feel the same way. But, I mean, you know, Cowboy's a guy, Ferguson. I mean, since that Perry fight, he beat uh, Alexander Hernandez, who was talking some shit to him, and he beat Ally Aquinta. So we were like, oh, okay. Like, he he might be. He beat the shit out of uh, Ally Aquinta, and that might be turning Uh this around. Gets the cowboy fight, the nose thing happens. Gaethje beats him up pretty bad. Uh, he gets knocked out by Connor. You know, he loses a decision to Anthony Pettis, and uh, you know it's kind of you know, and then getting knocked out by Alex Morano is not a good look. Um, but you not know, at all. Hopefully, the, the, after the Lozon fight, it's over. And uh, you know, he's had a great, a great storied career. Just of, fought, he's fought everyone, man. He's never ran from a uh, from a fight and. Mike Perry, after taking his loss to uh, D-Rod, I believe, um, in his UFC and MMA career are probably over. So, at least, yeah. he, at least he outlasted Mike Perry. Jermaine Durandame, Raquel Pennington, that was a unanimous decision, and I assume, because uh, I can't remember it, was boring as shit. 30-27. Yeah, she probably just stood up and, you know, kept her arranged with jabs, maybe wrestled her a little bit, kept her in the clinch. But, yeah, I think Raquel's almost done. Uh, GDR, I haven't seen her in a little bit. I mean, there's not really much for GDR to do, really not much for Raquel Penning to do. Uh, she did beat Macy Chesson uh, in December, but that was, I think we called that, that was an easy win. Benil Daryush, uh, he was in the, in the next fight um, against Thiago Moises. He had just come off a loss the uh, fight before in March against uh, the formerly mentioned Alexander Hernandez. And since that loss, and this was his first win of the streak, he has not lost in three years. Uh, Moises, Dober, Camacho, Dracar Close, Scott Scott Holtzman, baby. Uh, Carlos Diego Fijera and uh, Tony Ferguson have been on that streak. And he is now about to fight Islam Makachev for the, uh, you know, for basically the number one contender slot. And, uh, you know, we're going to... We're gonna, I don't know what what would you pick right now on that. Um, I go Islam. Wow. Yeah, 
I, uh, I don't know done. why I'm saying wow. I think, yeah, Islam probably gets it done. Islam's a problem. <laughs> but I, that's a very fascinating fight. It's a situation where you just want to see it happen, you know? You don't want, like, it. I, I, I just want to see it. I, ha- uh, I don't remember the last time. Oh, uh, Hamzat. When Hamzat was fighting the uh, leech, it was just like, I want to see it happen. And then it happened. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, he is, he is that dude. Like, I, I thought he was, but he definitely is that dude. And... I want to see if Islam, when, you know, I mean, he beat Hooker, and I, but Benil, I respect his ground game tremendously, so I just want to see if he can thrash him around and do whatever he wants with him. Uh, Macy Barber defeated Hannah Cyphers in a TKO uh, in the second round. Uh, I don't have much comments on that, but Macy Barber. Hannah Cyphers is all done now. Yeah, yeah, she's done, and Macy Barber is uh, trying to get back on the uh, right side of things. Uh, Montana De La Rosa is the... I believe the next choice for her on the uh, yeah, yeah. April twenty third. So that there's that to look forward to. Uh, Mike Trezano beat Luis Pena in a split decision. Uh, Luis Pena's in jail now. Uh, you know Mike Trezano's fighting this weekend. Ashley Yoder <laughs> was uh, able to get the victory against Amanda Cooper. Uh, it has not been good for uh, Ashley Yoder since then. She's uh, two and four in those fights since that night, and um, she is fighting. Uh, she oh she with however withdrew from a fight for undisclosed reasons and she was replaced by Silvana Gomez Juarez when she was supposed to fight Vanessa Demopoulos so I probably would have yeah, fired Demopoulos that uh, night Juarez Gomez too yeah that's not good uh but Bobby Moffitt, Cooper I believe okay. is, still, is is working back at Target I think so oh she's my uh, God yeah. uh, I told you dude she's fighting for lights out championship she just <laughs> she just knocked somebody out in the first round in, in Grand Rapids Michigan dude good lord she's four and five now so she's trying Turn to up. build that that record back up respect to Amanda Cooper we're not gonna let that happen Bobby Moffitt <laughs> Bobby Moffitt defeated Chaz Skelly which uh is a good victory I I actually like Chaz Skelly but it says here ended in no contest what happened oh I guess it was overturned uh, originally a submission uh, via choke for Moffitt was overturned. After Skelly appealed the uh, loss due to a controversial referee call. Wow. Oh, I do remember. He didn't tap, but they said he did. Oh, okay. Who's the ref? Do we remember? Um, Probably uh, oh, Mazzagotti or something like that, dude. <laughs> Mazzagotti. I was watching a fight the other day where uh, Brock Lesnar, when he, got, when he got leg locked by Frank Mir, and he tapped like 12 times, and Mazzagotti just, just standing right there. <laughs> And just said, no, no, I think you're good. Fight back. Fight back. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Let's see who this ref was. Yeah, I believe that's what happened. Why are you looking for Oh, he he thought his arm went limp, and then so he stopped it, and he was fine. Uh, Let's see who the ref was. Oh, boy. I don't know who it was. Uh Let's see, let's see, let's Bobby see. Moffitt let's is see. not in the UFC anymore, if you, if you can believe that. No, I can't. Chess Kelly's on his way out either, or also. Lost to Bryce Mitchell, Barzola. Lost to Bubba Jenkins, our boy in PFL. Bubba. He's now in PFL. He just defeated the uh, the always tough out, Jason Mississippi Mean Knight. So there's that. He's a brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. All right, that's it. I, I have all the facts for you guys. Whenever you need them, whenever you want them, whether you want them or not. Uh, and former BKFC legend Jason Knight, uh, who, you know, he's done his thing. So <laughs> he's done his thing. Davi Ramos, John Gunther, his yeah. submission choke. Uh, Devontae Smith knocked out Julian Arosa. 
in in 48 seconds, Devontae Smith, not the Heisman Trophy winner who just got knocked out by Jamie Malarkey. Uh, he took that loss to Kama Worthy. Julian Arosa obviously is fighting this weekend. So yeah, Devontae Smith had a rough uh, rough fall from that night, sadly. But I, th- I think he can still get back on the track. He just needs to fix his chin. Yeah, that's Which usually that's usually a situation happen. where you can't fix that thing. But um, yeah, he doesn't like get punched in the face, and who the fuck can blame him? Eric Shelton, who uh, is not in the UFC anymore, um, after he took a loss to Jordan Espinosa, Alex Perez, guys of that nature. Uh, he defeated Joseph Morales, who JoJo. is also not in the UFC anymore, after Should he be. lost to Davison Figueredo and Eric Shelton. So I guess the Eric Shelton one really uh, said, they said <laughs> fuck this. Mark that's Dale- when they tri- I think that's when they tried getting rid of 125. And they're like, you know what, you two, I don't think you guys matter. Nobody will notice. Let's just get rid of you both. <laughs> I think that's kind of what happened. Mark De La Rosa is still in the UFC, however, I believe. Um, yeah. Oh, his contract was not Carried renewed. By I'm sorry. He was uh, not renewed. Mind. So uh, <laughs> good luck. But um, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Alex Perez, Kai Car France, uh, Julian Paiva, and Jordan Espinosa are four losses in a row after his win oh. to Joby Sanchez. Uh, Joby. And that was it. Or Joby. I think it's Joby. Uh, I don't know, though. It's a very, that's the first time I've ever seen that name. So that was UFC Fight Night Korean Zombie versus Rodriguez, or also known as UFC Fight Night 139. Uh, Funny enough, we were supposed to get Frankie and TKZ, which would have been a great fight. Yeah. Uh, Yair and uh, Chen Sun Jung, Korean Zombie, won the uh, fight of the night. Performance of the night was Yair and Donald Cerrone. So. Cowboy. Oh, wait. Here's the refs. The referee for that fight. Was? Oh, why can't I find it? Hold on, my oh Tim Mills. Never heard of him. That's probably why you've never heard of him. <laughs> he 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 did. He only did a couple fights. So yeah, they just good, ca- they just called some guy. That's that's why. That's probably the problem. <laughs> it wasn't Keith Peterson, thankfully. Uh, any uh fight fight news that really uh hit? Yeah, I saw Gustafson and Rothwell got made, which oh my god, that didn't gross. make much sense. Um, Holly Holm and Ketlin Vieira are doing a main event, which I could gross easily care less. I saw that they are making uh, for the April card. They're doing uh, Jan and Sterling. They've uh, remade that, and I April's gonna be a good, 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 good month. I don't remember what the other fight was. I don't how how do how do I not remember Tony, that? They were talking about Chandler and Tony. I don't know if it got made though. No, it, it was a uh, a title fight, which I do not obviously remember. Vulcan now, TKZ? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yep, sorry. That, and uh, apparently Holloway's been cleared, so he is going to offer to be a backup in case something Jeez. happens to either one of those guys, which uh, I'm just so sick of the whole backup I thing, saw um, Andrade and Amanda Lemo just got made for April 23rd. That's going to be a good fight. There you go. Um, Uri Hall and... Andre Muniz for April 16th. Um, April's going to be a good month, man. I, I'm telling you that this... What is it? Which card is this? Almost all of them look pretty pretty good so far. The fight night with Luke and Bilal and Uriah Hall, Muniz, Baeza, and Diego Lima. Chris Barnett's coming back. We got some uh, Omar Gatsiev. I can't wait for you to say that guy's name. Um, 273 looks really good. Um... Actually, looks really deep. Kay Hansen's back, my girl. Uh, what else we got? Krylov and... Paul Craig. 
and Paul Craig. So somebody's getting a, a limb snatched from their body. Hopefully, hopefully fun. it's Paul Craig. Sumajiri, hopefully Sumajiri and Manel Cop. That should be an entertaining fight. Love Manel Cop. April twenty third, the undercover Manel Cop. Manel, the undercover cop, should be his name. You see, Lupe also, and Ari- Ariani Carnalosi are fighting. That's a oh, that's man. a uh, two podcast warriors. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Little Nunez is fighting uh, Jennifer Gonzalez. So I'll be firing Little Nunez that night as well. All right. Yep. Fire her from the UFC. Uh, what else do we have? Gaethje Oliveira. Uh, uh, I don't know if we talked about that all this last yeah, I week. Th- I think we did. Um, yeah. Other than that, no, no like huge news per nope. se. I don't. I don't believe. Um, there's some boxing this weekend. Keith Thurman is fighting Mario Barrios, who is famous for going the distance with Javante Davis, but not winning. Okay. Um, he it's gonna be a Fox pay per view, which is absolutely disgusting. Leo Santa Cruz is on the undercard, so is Jose Cito Lopez. Seemed like he broke his jaw four times since the last fall. Luis Neri is back, the once uh, excommunicated Golden Boy fighter, and he was kicked out of Canelo's camp for some reason. He is back also on that undercard. So we have that. Uh, other than that, I think they're what else? Kay Hansen has another fight, by the way. My girl, Pierre Rodriguez. Yeah, whoever that is. We have some any any other boxing? We're good on boxing for the rest of this month. I mean, we have this guy named Knockout CP Freshmart fighting. Um, That's an interesting name. Yeah, the, I don't understand what goes on with the names in Thailand. I think they just have like a very weird way of picking names. Um, March is a pretty good month for boxing, so you know we'll get there. We'll do get you there. Uh, do you believe Slow. that um, John Jones actually would would fight Stipe? No, 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 no I, so. I, I'm glad we're on the same page. I don't actually. I would love as much as I would love for it to happen. I just don't think he's actually going to go through with that. He's not going to do that shit. Probably not. So, um, I did want to move into some questions. We did get a couple questions these last uh, couple days, and of course, now I have to go and find it. But we did get a question about Adesanya. Uh, like I believe it was uh, along the lines of how much he's grown in the last couple years. In comparison to like when he first, like how much what he what do you think he's gotten better at uh, as he's gone into the UFC? And I think that's a tough question because it's kind of been like everything, right? I mean, yeah. What's mo- here? Here it is. What most impresses you about Adesanya's career thus far, and what Ooh. are you expecting to be the main differences from the first fight back in 2019? Okay, so those are two good questions. Who asked right this question? This is Greg Radicasa. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Greg. Thank you for the question, Greg. What most impressed me about Adesanya's career so far is the fact that he can make people think that he's good. That is very impressive in its own right. I don't think he's good at all. He's a fraud. No, oh, come on. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it is impressive, though, how I think, you know, in so, with some of his, with his career so far, I think people have kind of crowned him a little too early. And it happened before the Blakovich fight. You know, they said, oh, he's going to go up to 205, he's going to be the champ champ. And it's going to be so easy, and then he's going to fight John Jones, he's going to beat John Jones, and he's going to go back to 185, and then he's going to beat everybody there. And they, everybody had this whole thing for Izzy, and they thought, you know, this is how he's going to map out his career. And then, because he doesn't have too much time left, you know, given his, uh, given his age and his uh, kickboxing career, I guess he's only, what, 32? But still, they had this whole thing mapped out for him. You know, he's undefeated, never lost, and then he loses. And, you know, I don't think it was a bad loss. I just think he was too small. Um, so I think the most, in, uh, I guess, impressive thing is uh, – Let's see. That's actually a really good question. Um, the fact that he's 
for the most part, stayed undefeated. I think that's really hard to do. I mean, you know, he fought Anderson Silva when he was fairly young. He fought Derek Brunson. fought Marvin Fittori twice. Even back in the day when he fought Melvin Gillard in, like, Australia, I'm sure that was, you know, I'm sure that was one of his 14 straight knockout losses. But still, it was fresh on the heels of him getting knocked out in uh, glory by Alex Pereira. So, you know, bouncing back off that, you're fighting Melvin Gillard. This guy's got 50 career fights. You have 10. Um, and he knocked him out easy. So, you know, b- balancing the MMA and boxing, um, the boxing, kickboxing and MMA careers kind of at the same time before he walked away after Alex Pereira put him to sleep. Um, the fact that he's still undefeated is very impressive, you know, and he, he has fought some good fighters. Um, and he has made them all look bad, you know, especially Vittori twice. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him and his style. Uh, I don't think he's as great per se as everyone else says he is, but. Uh, nonetheless, he's definitely one of the top three uh, in the world, I think, and I think it's kind of, you know, I can't really argue that. So I'm excited to see what he does against Whitaker in this fight. I believe this what was the second part of the question. Um, what do you think is uh, how you think is this fight is going to be different than the first fight? And I don't think you think it's going to be much different at all, right? It's not. It's not going to be much different. I think Whitaker's going to be more patient. I think he's going to go for more light kicks. I think he's going to have the time takedowns better. You know, the 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 plant your foot and then explode. Yeah. Um, you know, tactic is, is, is cool and all, you know, if you're Calvin Cater and you're fighting Jeremy Stevens, uh, if you're Robert Witter, you cannot just, you know, plant and just recklessly throw, you know, you will get absolutely put the fuck out. You will get hit with the counter left hook. And that's exactly what happened when you fall him the first time. Yep. Um, and I think it was the end of the first round he got knocked down to, and he was almost out, but he got saved by the bell. Uh, yeah, no, he got he got uh, flatlined. Well, not flatlined, but he he got his world rocked in that first round. So yeah. I thought, and then he went back so, to the stool and he was able to hang around for a little bit, but then you know he just nothing after that. So it. Uh, so let me answer that. I would yeah. say what most impresses me about Adesanya's career thus far, I would say, is his ability, uh, his fight IQ, um, mm-hmm. his ability to build game plans and then maybe this is where I would rarely give credit to Eugene and the boys. Um, I just think they are able to figure out how to beat guys. Like they had the, the tools for Costa. They, they've just been able to like, and and you know what? It mainly I think is his, um, his ability to keep these fights standing for the most part, other than that two Oh five, uh, escapade. It's, he's been able to keep everything on his terms and do whatever he wants for the most part. And um, he's ra- remained rather dominant. Uh, he's, you know, it's although he was in a really close fight with uh, Gaslam, it was not, you know, I don't know. It, it just his ability to keep guys like Vittori off of him, uh, Costa. I mean, even Yoel Romero, who that was a notoriously boring fight, but he's just and he's been in there with a lot of tough guys. So uh, I just, for, what's going to be different from the first fight in 2019? Um, I would agree with a lot of what you said. It's just I think the it's going to be much different from Whitaker as opposed to uh, Adesanya. I think Adesanya would love to just replicate that performance again. Uh, Whitaker's not going to be entering the pocket as recklessly as he did in the last time and just trying to knock him out and fight as um, emotional as he did the uh, first fight. I just I think mainly it's just going to be yeah. I think this is probably a unanimous decision victory for Adesanya. And I think it's just uh, a bad matchup for Whitaker. I think that that's mainly what what I would uh, say here. I, I just I think Whitaker is a great uh, fighter. It's this kind of reminds me to the Usman Covington situation, where even you know, even Whitaker was the champion, but 
it's just a, a guy where you just don't match up well against. You're 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 good. You might be able to compete against him, but that's you're just going to come up short eventually. So uh, I hope that answers your question, Greg. I hope you are satisfied. Um, I did have another question here from uh, Louie in the Northeast. Louie! Uh, yeah, this is, I don't know why you wanted me to call him that, but uh, who would, who do you got, Poirier or Diaz, if it happens? Dustin the Diamond. Dustin the Diamond, Poirier. I'm going Nate Diaz. I just think, uh, so I think we're, we're due for to see some more crazy shit. And that uh, Poirier would be, he'd be shook fighting him. I, I just don't, something tells me that the, it, yeah. it'll be something that Diaz could hold over McGregor's head uh, as well. And that would be fun uh, to watch those two argue on uh, on Twitter about how real his knockout was. Or, or yeah, yeah, I made him look like a bitch or something <laughs> like that. Even though he lost, you know, it, it'll just, it, it's sure, always the second a, one. So. It, it's, yeah, you know, it, it's always a battle. So he didn't, no, he didn't. But um <laughs> And we got another question here from my brother, dude. All right, he threw this. All one right, here we go. And great minds think alike because I, I had a similar question I was just going to ask, but th- this is a legitimate question we received. Uh, who do you got, Chandler versus Ferguson, if that were to go down? I got Michael Chandler by first round knockout. Oh come on! Yeah, don't be really. You think, yeah. you think he's that? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Ferguson via Darsh choke, dude. Give me, give me some magic one more time. Oh, gross. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine. What do you think the odds would be? Uh, I think Chandler would be like minus 300, 400. Yeah, that's what I would think. Chandler Chandler in the high 200, 300 area. Um, Seven, eight. Uh, and that, that's what would cause me to sit here and fire away on Ferguson one last time. Well, It's like the Undertaker's last ride at WrestleMania, baby. Like, this is, Did he lose? Uh, no, not the last one. He he, um, okay. he did lose to Brock Lesnar, though. But, you know. Ooh. That... that Brock, bro, Brock just uh, you know got his WWE championship stolen from him, but he won the Royal Rumble for everyone out there. Who, Saw that. Uh, is still following. So I was watching. I was watching it work. Not happy. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously the odds are stacked against him, but I just Chandler seems like a guy who at this point isn't really fighting with a lot of IQ. Right, if that yeah. makes sense, he's just more in here to hang out and have fun. If if I'm, I don't know if I'm reading that wrong. I mean, that that Gaethje fight, he he. Just stood there in, in the pocket and just wanted to bang and, and have like a fight of the night like all time moment, which he definitely did. So, but that doesn't right. that necessarily doesn't uh, that lends you to maybe getting in a uh, firefight or some dumb shit happening to you where you know. But I just imagine Chandler holding them down and Ferguson not really being able to do much from the bottom because um, he's disappointed me the last two times that he fought. But the, he's fought two supreme grapplers and Chandler's another one. So, yeah. I, I would I would not uh, not advise anyone to take Ferguson, but I will as a personal uh, favorite of mine. So because he's won me so oh, much money go. in the past, one last ride, fist in the air for the fucking Undertaker, dude. El Kakui, the boogeyman, comes out one more time, pulls some magic. Yeah, right. Uh, and that wraps it up, dude. For all of our questions this Good week. Good question. Uh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna add all these segments in every week, uh, but ladies and gentlemen. And I hope uh, you all have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, you know, we didn't have really a breakdown this week, but we will have a breakdown, a uh, review. We'll have, um, you know, we'll do we'll do all the normal stuff that we do. We have a little five segment uh, set up now, and you know, later on uh, during a slow week, we're gonna, but you know, we'll throw in the rankings again. We'll do our pound for pound rankings again. But we think we need some more fights to go soon. on. Uh, After two seventy one, I think maybe yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. Yeah. Every other pay per view or some shit. I agree. And uh, quarterly. There you something. go. There you go. We'll, we'll, yeah, I think every like three three months or so is yeah. uh, is a nice um, 
nice update on them. But I after think, every Mike Perry arrest, I think yeah, we'll. Um, yeah, that's also not because he is he is <laughs> uh, like teetering in and out of the of the pound for pound. So you never know. Um, yeah. So yeah, any any parting words for the people? Parting words. I do not. Um, I do not. I do not. I do not. I think this is gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a good month. Good month or two. Uh, coming. I like this card uh, this weekend. I really do. Mid February, February, March, maybe again to April, and then you know that's when we're going to start our uptick towards uh, International Fight Week. Hopefully, get Connor, Connor back on there. That'd be kind of cool. That would be awesome. Um, and then he gets knocked out again. But I, <laughs> no, not not really much, not really much to say today. Um, no, we did, we did just the, talk for an hour though. So I mean, we, yeah, we, we, did. we did have a lot to say. <laughs> uh, Bengals Super Bowl, Super Bowl predictions. Um. I, I I I'm I think the Rams win, but okay. uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Joe, that Joe Shiesty. I got Bengals twenty eight twenty four victory over L Rams with a last second touchdown to Drew Sample. I think Drew Sample will get the last touchdown of the game and will be the Super Bowl hero. Super Bowl MVP Drew Sample plus twenty thousand take it to the bank. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. I, but you never know. Malcolm Smith won Super Bowl MVP and was never heard from again. Seriously. So, um, it happens all the time. So look for some some Super Bowl bets on my personal Twitter page. It, m- it might happen. They'll probably lose, though. So. And like always, follow us uh, everywhere. We, we, got, we got the accounts everywhere on all. We got our all, accounts. Uh, there things. could be a Facebook page coming soon for you old geezers like me who have one. Um, maybe an Instagram. Something. Maybe some news. We'll do a little newsletter. You know, maybe... Uh, some articles. Yeah, um, we, we're out here, people. That, that, that's we're, all we're trying to say. We're, we're out here. We're, we're, we're trying. We're grinding. Out here. Uh, then that wraps it up, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. We'll uh, good luck with the fights, uh, fade us or whatever. Do, do you know? Just make sure you're out there gambling and having a good time watching the fights this weekend. And don't lose as much as much money as me.